All right, I know when I'm in over my head. I was watching the Dow Futures this morning, and it was down 600. I'm like, what in the bloody world is going on? It doesn't make any sense at all. The market doesn't react to anything going on now all of a sudden because, because what, infrastructure going down? The Dow is down over 600 in the, in the pre-market? In, in the futures? No, 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 not, maybe not infrastructure. How about China's property market? And then I said, okay, daddy's out. Daddy is out. I have no idea what we're talking about. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Everything at TonyKatz.com. Instagram, Tony Katz. Be sure to follow me there. I had a chance to speak with Dr. Matt Will, an economist, a professor, University of Indianapolis, to try and break down what this is. And I texted him. And I said, what in the world? And he's like, China property market knew it was coming. I'm like, knew it was coming. I didn't even know this was a thing. Dr. Matt Will joins us right now. So as I'm talking to you, the market is still in uh, right a whole sorts of flux. At this very second, the market is down over 500, but it's been down even more. What in the world is this conversation about China's property market, and how is this affecting American markets? Well, well, Tony, let me let me start with a very, very fast history lesson. I was in China 10 years ago doing some research, and I noticed all these vacant apartment buildings. And I looked at some data that some provinces had, and in 10 years ago, there were 60 million vacant units that could house 210 million people. Ch- Tony, there's only 1.4 billion in China. I say only. 210 million people could fit in these vacant units. And I was asked people there, why is this? Well, they say the government keeps loaning money to build because they want economic development. So they were building empty apartment complexes. I could bore you with a long jokes about all these empty apartment complexes, only one person living in them. And I said, this is a bubble that's going to burst worse than anything in history. And I talked about it and I did you know, some presentations on it. And what's happening is the Chinese government wouldn't let the bubble burst. They kept loaning money to all these massive real estate property owners. And then today, they said they're going to let China Evergrande Group fail. They are not going to prop them up. And everybody like me who knows the dirty little secret is now running for the hills because they know that all these Chinese loans that have been propping up the Chinese economy are going to default because there's nobody living in these apartments. There's nobody paying rent. There's nothing to pay back these loans. It's all been printed money by the Chinese government. So now let's get into what I do know about this. These are referred to as ghost cities, and we have reported on them for years that these ghost cities are created to ensure jobs for people coming out of universities, for ensure jobs for people who are living under this communist regime. That's its whole purpose, and what I made the argument of is when the time comes the chinese government will bulldoze every single skyscraper we're talking about 30 40 50 story buildings in many cases including all three they will bulldoze it all clean off the land and then start all over again to keep the jobs going to keep their gdp growing where they need about a seven percent gdp to have themselves the kind of growth rate that they're looking for to deal with people coming out of universities to ensure jobs 
I did not take the step two and take a look into where this money is coming from and the the idea of default on loans. The group that you're referring to is called Evergrande, E-V-E-R-G-R-A-N-D-E. The share is down over 15%, and it's being referred to as the Lehman Brothers moment. So now get into with me these specifics. If Evergrande was lent money by the Chinese government, and the Chinese government is saying, eh, whatever, I mean, is that the way it's working? It's, it's worse than that, Tony, because it's not just the Chinese government. It's me and you. How many of us have investments in Chinese mutual funds or indirectly in Chinese property or Chinese companies? We have invested our savings in these, in, these, in these companies, and these companies cannot pay us back. That's why the stock market in the U.S. is, is, is railing right now and across the globe, because everyone knows the dirty little secret that these companies, if the Chinese government doesn't print money to pay back these loans, prop up these companies, you and I will be losing our money. I got photographs of these ghost cities. I, don't, I didn't think I would get in trouble, and I didn't. But I was taking photographs of these things. There's just cranes everywhere and these empty buildings everywhere. I mean, you're right, Tony, 20, 30-story buildings with nobody in them. And they're city after city I saw. Hold I on a second. I want to take a step back with you, sir. Talking to Dr. Matt Will, economist, professor, University of Indianapolis. Did you just say that U.S. citizens have investments in Chinese properties? Of course we do. Every, every one of us probably threw a mutual fund. Because remember a few years ago, this is really nerdy, but the index funds of the world, like the MSCI index, once they started to include Chinese companies in their index, which a lot of people like me were against, every mutual fund that owned the index, in quotes, was required to own a part of the Chinese companies. And so we all own a part of these, whether we know it or not. I want to now go a, a step forward. Is it is anybody looking at this as a way of saying, well, if China was looking to further hurt the United States, this is a great way to do it because they can just bankrupt out whomever they choose and then give money in a different way back to anybody in China who needs the help? You know, Tony, that uh, I always like to say we give a lot more credit than people deserve. I don't think anyone is that smart or that organized. I think what's really happening is the Chinese political parties are clamping down on business owners. And the business owners have been able to feed at the trough of the Chinese printing money forever. And they've simply said no. They said no to Jack Ma. They've said no to every investor in China that, sorry, we're not propping you up anymore. Take your losses and go home. This is uh, something we've reported on because we see that there are people who have been disappeared throughout China. Uh, the the, the um, richest woman in China has not been heard from. Jack Ma of Alibaba, who had talked about the problems with the banking system, he's being re-educated at the moment. If we were to follow what you're saying, sir, this is an unbelievably bad bit of PR for china because two things would have to be happening number one they would have to admit a failure of their own group right because this is a group that's owned by uh, the communist party and then they would have to admit that they are the ones who will no longer allow people to make a living so the days of this idea of state-run capitalism that 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 moniker that people try to use that's clearly over and china's saying nope it's full-on communism period end of list 
I can't disagree with anything you just said, Tony. Well, that's that's unhelpful for an interview, but I'll take it. <laughs> I'm sorry. If, if I'm saying the right things. This, so uh, I, the reason I had reached out to you is that this didn't make any sense to me. But as you're now explaining the story, this is starting to become a rather frightening conversation. Take me to China. Take me to Evergrande. And what this does to other investment vehicles that United States citizens may be involved with that they aren't even sure they're involved with. Well, it, you know, remember when Greece was defaulting, and Greece has an economy smaller than the United States, and it sent, or I mean smaller than Indiana, I should say, and it sent shockwaves across the world because we own Greece indirectly. Everyone, the, the economies of the world are, are very tied together. Money is what I call a fungible asset. It's like water. It's very easy to flow. And, the mo- and China is much bigger than Greece. And so when China starts defaulting, who, who, what's going to be the domino effect? Will it be the Chinese government? Will it be other companies in China? Will it be TikTok? You know, uh, Baidu, will it be the, the companies that you and I own? And the answer is yes, because they're all interconnected. We may think we own TikTok when, in fact, we probably own a piece of Evergrande because they are tied together. It's a financial market. Money is fungible. And when one domino falls, it's going to hurt lots of other dominoes. I'm not a fan of um, overarching and unyieldly uh, 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 onerous rules in, in, in the markets. But is, is there going to have to start being a real, uh, not clamp down, but notifications, hey, when you invest in this, you're really invested in that. Will we start seeing that uh, from uh, U.S. regulators? Well, you know what? I don't see, I think you and I are on the same page. We don't like regulation, but I think we both agree in disclosure. And I think that's the solution, disclosure. And then also, we should never have allowed China into the indices when you allow them into the indices, you're, in a, you're assuming that they're from a free market and that those stocks are legitimate and they're trading honestly in a market somewhere. And they aren't. But the big people on Wall Street are pressuring everyone. Put that into your index. You've got to put it in. No, it's not a legitimate company. It's a government-owned puppet, and you should not include it in your index. So let's now make a different claim. Talking... <laughs> Talking to economist Dr. Matt Will, University of Indianapolis, and I caught myself saying, I'm, I, this is the kind of stuff you do off the air, and I'm doing it on the air. I'm breaking all the rules of radio, but screw it, because I think for a lot of us, we're not fully aware as to how deep these connections are. If this is true of Evergrande, well, then this is true of 27 other real estate-esque holding companies uh, or groups out of China. So is this the only domino, or is this the first of what we're going to see as a lot of dominoes to fall? Well, it it depends on if the Chinese government steps in and does a backstop. I am sure right now on the phone, International Monetary Fund, World Bank, um, Federal Reserve Board are all talking to their peers in the Bank of China saying, you you better stop this, uh, print money, prop these companies up. Because, Tony, we haven't even talked about sovereign wealth funds. So, you know, all this trade imbalance that we have with China, which I'm, I'm in favor of free trade, they have all these dollars. All these dollars are going into sovereign wealth funds or being invested around the world. Maybe they're going to take those dollars out of the sovereign wealth funds. Maybe they'll use it to back up these companies. Who knows? I'm, I'm a little lost at what, at what we're discussing there. A sovereign wealth fund is what? 
Oh, a sovereign wealth fund. You know, whenever we buy something from China, they get all these dollars. Well, what does a Chinese company do with dollars? Well, they can't go down the street and buy their groceries, so they sell it to the Bank of China. Bank of China gives them local currency, takes the dollars, and then puts it in a big mutual fund. It's called a sovereign wealth fund, and they take these dollars and then invest them in the U.S. and other places of the world. So now, if if they're engaged in this backstop, they're engaged in, in propping up their other Chinese companies, your argument is what happens to the wealth fund? Yes. Do they go out of business, too? And if they go out of business, what happens? Well, guess what? They invest in U.S. companies. So that could, be, so, that could have dire consequences for our economy as well. But I think so that's either secondary. These I think companies the more important thing, Tony, is we own these Chinese companies directly or indirectly. That's the simple message that's much more important to focus on. So if China doesn't backstop by printing money to keep these groups around, we will see people who have retirement investments that turn out to be tied to Chinese companies, which are now investing in American companies, all go belly up or in many ways go belly up and therefore reduce their their retirement fund and reduce the the market overall that is correct and there's a one more little twist that's a little confusing i have i have former students of mine and friends that i know in china who work in the financial markets and they tell me that actually there's bans on short selling so we don't even know how bad it is because in Shanghai, you cannot short sell without the government intervening and hauling you off to re-education. Short selling for people that don't know, that means you take a bet that the market's going to drop. So we don't even know if people think the market's going to drop in China because they're not allowed to make that investment. Oh, just, the hits just keep on coming. Uh, I appreciate the lesson. I mean, I, 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 I swear to you, you know, you, I do everything I can to prepare, but there are things I don't know. And I was like, this is all happening. I'm like, tell me. So here it is. You experienced it with me, guys. Oh, there's a lot to dig into. Dr. Matt Will, economist, University of Indianapolis. I appreciate you taking the time. I've got more coming up. I'm Tony Katz.